0: This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 167 of This is the G Podcast. Yes. Yes, Tommy B's in the building. I'm not solo, but uh, I got a special guest coming up in a few minutes. And just want to let y'all know it is Academy Awards Sunday, but I definitely won't be talking about the Academy Awards. They screwed us over so many years. I'm I'm not going there. Uh, Syracuse Mike's got news, it's amazing. Uh, He even mentioned in the news, not in this cast, that Jim Beheim was fired from Syracuse. So he's not a very happy Orangeman. So we did get some news, though. That's cool. And by the way, Georgetown fired Patrick Ewing. So Ewing is out. Georgia Tech needs a new coach. And Nate McMillan is available, y'all. So just want to let y'all know. (laughs) Nate, (laughs) there you go. Three jobs. There you go. Happy. Be happy. Also happy spring forward, to y'all! Daylight savings time. It's uh, late for church day. I know a lot of y'all were uh, napping church day, skip church, don't go to work day. Whatever you want to do, it's spring forward. And a good friend of mine, man, we share the brotherhood of the turntable. He is in the building. Uh, one half of Atlanta's legendary Earwax Records, man. I'm gonna spend all show with him. Hopefully, you can hang out with me all show. Oh yeah, you can see you can hang. Okay, good, good, good. Earwax oh. Records. Uh, Tlaib Shabazz is here. Y'all give it up for Tlaib in the building. <laughs> Unlike some of these other folks, I say, hey, can you come on? Uh, well, I have I, I have uh, uh, constraints uh, for third party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I knew you were hey, you mean,
0: <laughs> constraints, <are> you
1: <laughs> but but hey, man, appreciate you, man. I'm, I'm going to get that Atlanta perspective. You know, as we stare at hip hop at fifty, man, I appreciate you coming. Can you believe yeah, it, Talib, brother? I mean, we gray.
2: <laughs> can you, can you? You know, look, not, this is going to happen like this. You know, who knew? I was, man, it's it's funny because you you think. I will say this I think this I think that the the fact that we are part of the hip-hop generation is what keeps us kind of youthful yeah, yeah. you know what I mean because it was it was about being out it was about having fun it was about you know just looking at life from a different perspective so you know that's the only thing that's keeping me going bro because these whiskers don't stop <laughs> <laughs> they don't stop
1: they push through man the the grecian formula whatever you kind just right. gave up Hands up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, but but to leave, y'all, and 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 we were talking, man. I I, I didn't know this because, you know, we were in the same record pool together, you know, a million dollar at one point. Million dollar. And um, you know, but you moved here in eighty-six. I'm a lifer. Yes. I've been here, you know, for a while. When you moved here in eighty-six, man, where'd you go to school?
2: I went to Northside High School.
1: Oh, you I went where I've the seen- fine women were.
2: Well, I don't man, There were some stars. There were some stars on Northside, definitely. But, you know, Maze was, uh, Maze
0: oh, Maze. was always
2: spectacular. Yes. Um, you know, but, so,
1: hey, yeah. let's stop and give it up for Maze. Yes. <laughs> Maze, were, M- Maze is where the heartbreakers were.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. And then, they, but Southwest Cab wasn't too bad either.
1: Yeah, so, let's give know. it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, was that was the crowd. Yes, the Yes, yeah, had a couple friends that went there.
0: Good, good. good. So yeah,
2: but um, but yeah, man, it was it was a crazy time. You yeah. know, it was what I loved about it was the fact that um, <clears throat> in hindsight, you know, I was not only able to see the beginning of hip hop from the New York standpoint, um, but I was also able to see because my dad was in D.C.,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I was going back and forth between. New York and D.C. So I not only caught the beginning of the New York hip hop movement or not necessarily the beginning, but the wave of it, you know, um, and I was able to see the beginning of the go-go phase, mm. you know, Yeah, being in D.C., you know, was, you know, EU, Trouble Funk and Chuck Brown, maybe. Uh, and, and they were always doing shows at the Armory, but it was still in the beginning days of that. Yeah. And then to move to Atlanta in 86 and see how the hip hop movement kind of started here, mm-hmm. you know, the youth movement was here. Right, You know, I feel like I've got a, a very unique perspective on things that um, that I would have only got from being here.
0: Good. good. You good. know,
2: and, and if, before we get deeper, man, because you
1: moved here in 86, I was you know, I graduated high school, 82, but okay, 86 okay. in college and I was right, away okay. for a while and I came back. Mm-hmm. And I was asking you about the name Jurgen because all the Jurgen yeah. parties were going on, you know, and, and for y'all, because it's interesting, Talib, because you don't see anything mm-hmm. online. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. I got the wrong spelling. But let me ask mm-hmm. you for folks who say, damn, yeah, Jurgen, explain mm-hmm. that Jurgen party was that going on when you were when you were uh, was, moving here? Yeah,
2: I caught the I caught the tail end. Okay. You know, and that's the funny thing because Atlanta is a, such a college town. You know, there it was. Um, there were a lot of changes. You know, there was always a changing of the guard. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when it came to who was doing who was running things around campus. You move away from campus now. You know, the next wave comes in, so it's kind of like. Um, you know, for for the Jurgen parties, I, I caught the tail end of it.
0: Yeah, but but know? it was spectacular.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, look, that's why that's why I never I decided to never leave. You know, because graduating high school was one thing. You know, it yeah, was like yeah. wow, I was a mind opening experience. But mm-hmm. then you know, at starting college
0: mm-hmm. in
2: eighty six, uh, you know eighty seven to eighty you know eighty seven to eighty eight was my freshman year in school. So it's mm-hmm. like, whoa. And then right after that, you know, school days came out and it was the butt party. Oh, so, man. you know, <laughs> where did um, you go to school? Did you go here? Were you here? Uh, you know, um, I went to I started at DeVry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then transferred over to Georgia State.
0: OK,
1: gotcha. Oh,
2: yeah, me... So I was at State from 90 and 91.
1: I got to ask you something, man, because um, I was doing right around that time uh, doing mobile stuff because because you and okay. I talked about okay. the fact that you were getting bought. AEE, which A-E-E. If, if you're a DJ, you know, Jürgen Jones was the guy we talked about mm-hmm. who did all the parties on, on the AU campus. Um, right. and he and Mark bought this DJ rental business.
2: Right. And that's what, so, yeah. So a lot of, a lot of us yeah. would come up through Jürgen and Mark because we, we knew that they had the stuff. They had the sound you know? systems. They had the system. So it was, yeah, it was, you got in with a couple of people, you know, and then you get to Jürgen. And then you got your part. You got the whole everything that you need from you know whether you were doing Adams Park Mm -hmm. or whether you were doing you know Clark's Gym.
1: Yeah, yep, yep. Because I was doing parties at the time, man. um, At Emory, I was doing some Emory campus. You, I know Mm -hmm. you remember this back in the day, right around late eighties. Emory -hmm. was doing parties, which was kind of unusual because you know weren't really black people on the campus, right? Right. And they had this big fight. Between Devry, <laughs> the, the the Frats, and you you remember? Do you remember? And I was DJing. I was DJing, I was I DJing that. That man. Crazy. And I just remember the salt shakers started flying, the pepper shakers <laughs> started flying, my equipment started flying. And they, when you mentioned DeVry, I said, damn, I bet he knows about it. Yeah, but there were good. times, man, like you said, there were changing of the guards. Like growing up in mm. Atlanta, there was always, we always had these incidents. Like people would remember yeah. the Kings Ridge, which was before your time. They used to do mm. parties at this apartment complex called Kings Ridge. And there was a stabbing there Can't, that parties moved. You know, then people right. started doing, you know, like AU Center and then Freak Nick. Mm-hmm. I, right. I know you remember the Freak Nick stuff that oh, was, yes. you know, definitely oh, yes. going on, and and then of course, you know, me doing the Emory parties because after that they didn't do any more parties on campus, not for the frats, right. not not in that way. But right. but there are always these incidents that happen at parties, and it's a totally different day today in yeah. terms of incidents, and we'll get into that a little bit later, man. But it's good to yeah. see you, brother, and, and
0: man, like you know,
1: you man, are man, like you are definitely uh, we got a lot to talk about, man, because you're in. Yeah. That era, I call you like the you are the tribe era. The tribe called Quest.
2: <laughs> I uh, am. <laughs> that's, that's a good way of looking at it because See, you know, cause, yeah, because that was the, that was the time. Like, yeah. um, you know, we I started at the at Georgia State's radio station in uh, August of ninety one,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and you know, we had a four hour rap show that we did over there on Sunday nights. That you know. The one time it did get rated on Arbitron, we had like a 27 share.
1: Yeah, it was amazing, man. You know
2: what I mean? the show was like, it was crazy. So that 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 yeah, that golden era, you know, time the tribe, De La Native oh. Tongue, kind of, you know, it was man, it was just special. Yeah,
1: that's, and, and that's see, when when you when you were at you were doing Georgia State, I was doing V, mm, so we were just right, getting the exactly. mixed shows. Up exactly. on V and we were hearing all that noise from mm-hmm. you. like, damn, they doing, you know, Brad y'all never remember like Brad Davidson who used to do jive back in the day. Brad Brad yeah, yeah. Brad and and uh, of course Parrish, Parrish Johnson who, Johnson, who yes, would yes, always sir. come. They would come to me and say, Man, you need to be doing what Talib is doing because you cause y'all ain't, <laughs> y'all ain't, y'all ain't well, getting it over we, here, we, man. We, we, Y'all late, oh, man. Yeah, you that were on the radar, crazy. man. You were on the radar. Because, okay. see, I came up okay. in the era, and, and we're going to go to news and come back. But by, my era, like, whereas you were that era, and, and I was mm-hmm. blending into, the, into that era, I was right. the electro-funk. I was the craft yeah. work, uh, right. you know, the planet rock. So yeah. I was, you were probably, like, the 105, 108, 112. BPM. Mm-hmm. I was the 125, 130, the yes. yeet. Yes. <laughs>
0: you know? yes, exactly the Jermaine exactly.
1: Dupree, you know, yes,
2: 130. Yes. You that's know. that's yeah. what that's what made Atlanta. We'll, I know we'll talk, we're gonna to touch on it oh, a little yeah. bit more, but man, but that that's what made Atlanta special. Yeah, you know what I yep. mean? That's what that's what Atlanta's kind of sound, Atlanta stamp on this thing was was, just that low end that they wanted that bass. It wanted was the base. was all about man. that base. So yeah, yeah. you know, if you if you being in at that time, that's what made Atlanta what it was. So mm. when I came down,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean?
2: It was like I got thrown right into that. Wow. And then, you know, kind of we kind of ushered in the next wave together. But but that <laughs> electrophone, that come on, that was all. That was all I heard when I came down. That's it was, the thing. Was like, that man,
1: Miami base. All that was, you exactly. know, that, that it had to be one twenty-five, one thirty. Had the Phoenix yeah. Phoenix Dance Club, oh boy, you know, oh boy. VIP, you know, that oh, kind of boy. thing. But let me let me ask you though, yeah. from a from a sound standpoint, because I I had of course relatives who came down, moved from New York to Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. and you were doing DJ, so you were into music. Um, yeah. How how did you? There were some brothers who couldn't handle the Atlanta vibe when they first. How did, how did you get here and thrive? Because a lot, of, a lot of, you know how it was, man. A lot of cats came to Atlanta from New York and, y'all, man,
0: this, this you My know. Y'all. Yeah, it's whack. I was the
2: same way. I was the same way, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, 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 because yeah. I, when I came from New York, when I left New York, I, I was 16.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: I had the fortunate, um, I was fortunate enough to really not just be, um, not only to spend in New York, but, I was going to spots like the Latin quarters, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, any party of like, you know, the, the park jams up in the Bronx, we would travel from Queens in order to go there. Right. So, you know, it was, I was, I was out, I was seeing things,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you
2: know? So when I came here, it was like, it was more just a con- trying to be a, a continuation of that. And I was definitely, the arrogant New Yorker, you know, I was like, these country boys. I didn't want to say that, but. Right, exactly. Well, I was, I was all of that. Yeah. But what happened was with yeah. me is I spent one year down here straight. Mm-hmm. You know, I did not return to New York for holidays. <clears throat> excuse me. Or mm-hmm. anything like that. Once right. I moved here in July of uh, 86, mm-hmm. I was here. Yeah. Um, and wrote it out that full year. So, you know, in Atlanta at that time, it was the high right, low left, you know, haircuts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, You know, the
2: girls were rocking the isometrics and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. di- uh, it was duck heads and Sebagos <laughs> and genera clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So fashion was a certain way. And I'm like, oh, this is all whack. Nobody in New York would ever do this and blah, blah, blah. And when I went back to New York in July of 87, mm-hmm. everything that I said was country. And that was whack. And they would never do it in New York. They were doing it in New York.
0: Wow.
2: And they were acting like they invented it. So I was <laughs> like, you know, at that point, I realized that it really, yeah. you know, Eric B, had already, uh, Rakim had already come out with the line, it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. Mm. And that was never more true at that point for me. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of realized, okay. Plus, you know, listen, I'm a musician. My mom, my mom was a dancer. My uh, my dad is a percussionist, African percussionist. Mm-hmm. Music has always been around me, so it's not a problem for me to just jump in for music, you know, in any kind of music and and thrive. It's just I felt like after that first year, I was way more accepting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of what Atlanta had to offer, as opposed to me just trying to be the arrogant one and bring down what i felt atlanta needed
1: good stuff man good stuff let's do this let's go ahead we'll do news uh with with, with mike and mm-hmm. and then we'll come back on the other side man we've got a lot to talk about i got i got some some definitely uh questions man that i have not asked you um okay. you because know, because okay. we damn near did the show before the show when i talked right. to you <laughs> <laughs> this week, I might like, save some for the podcast, man.
0: Right, definitely.
1: All right, let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse, Mike. We'll come right back. Here we go. News
0: team, assemble!
3: It's time for the week in news with Syracuse, Mike. Police are putting plans in place to try to prevent more violent protests at the construction site for Atlanta's new public safety training facility. Protesters have dubbed it Cop City. They don't want it built. Around 30 were arrested during the most recent protests. following state domestic terrorism charges have been filed against 23 individuals for allegedly hurling rocks, bricks, fireworks, and Molotov cocktails at police officers on Sunday. This wasn't about a public safety training center. This was about anarchy, and this was about the attempt to destabilize. That's Police Chief Darren Shearbaum. During that attack on the officers, uh, pieces of equipment and other uh, items that were at the location for the construction of the public safety training center were damaged. Sources tell us only two of those arrested are from Georgia. The Georgia Senate put an end to the latest effort to legalize sports betting in the state. Senate Bill 140 called for an amendment to the Georgia state constitution, which would have given Georgia voters the opportunity to approve a ballot referendum. But it's dead for now because there were not enough votes in the state senate. Under the current legislation, 50% of the money would have funded education scholarships for certain students. 25% would go to fund rural health care, mental health, and economic development initiatives. The rest would go to other programs. Two Americans kidnapped in Mexico are alive, and two, unfortunately, are dead. The two that made it out alive are back in the U.S. along with the bodies of the two that were killed. The White House says they have reached out to the relatives of the survivors. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre.
0: I can confirm that U.S. officials are in touch with the families of the individuals.
3: One of the victims was injured and a person who was found watching over them was reported to be in custody. The two survivors have been identified as Latavia McGee and Eric Williams. Shaheed Woodard and Zendel Brown were found dead. According to several reports, the group traveled to Mexico for cosmetic surgery. That's not unusual for people seeking procedures at a lower cost. Mexican authorities now think the kidnappers may have mistaken the Americans for rival human traffickers. All of this happened in Mexico, not far from Brownsville, Texas, just across the Rio Grande. More than a dozen officers have been charged in connection to the January death of Tyree Nichols. A seventh officer has also been fired. About 20 additional hours of police video and audio will be released today, according to the city of Memphis. In sports, former Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been reinstated by the NFL after being suspended for gambling. He's now with Jacksonville. And Atlanta has decided not to pursue QB Lamar Jackson. The Justice Department has concluded that the Louisville Metro Police Department engaged in a pattern of using excessive force after a nearly two-year review following the killing of Breonna Taylor. Attorney General Merrick Garland. The report finds that LMPD uses excessive force, conducts searches based on invalid warrants, unlawfully executes warrants without knocking. In addition to excessive force, the review found that officers use unjustified neck restraints, police dogs, and tasers. Officers are accused of routinely using racial slurs about and against black citizens, calling them monkeys, animal, and boy in some cases. There was also this quote from the report. For years, LMPD has practiced an aggressive style of policing that it deploys selectively, especially against black people, but also against vulnerable people throughout the city. By the way, the police department is 81% white. According to the DOJ, the city of Louisville has agreed to resolve the constitutional violations it found. Senate Republicans are pushing back on Fox News host Tucker Carlson, who was given access to around 41,000 hours of police and surveillance footage from the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. He's called the events mostly peaceful and said a small percentage of the rioters committed vandalism, referring to them as orderly and meek. GOP Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina called Carlson's claims BS. And by the way, that's our censored quote.
1: Appreciate it, Mike. And, um, you know, by the way, we've got coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, an attorney prosecutor coming in to kind of talk about um, what's going on with this whole Trump thing. Give us some insight a- as well as a journalist to talk about Fox News. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, I have my thoughts, but I'm not going to get into it on this show. I'm going to keep it happy. Okay, I want to have man. one show where my blood pressure can, can remain stable. So <laughs> this will be it. <laughs> Uh, but, but just a tragic and, and cautionary tale, man, to those who go to Mexico for these procedures, y'all. Y'all need to really pay attention and, and be careful, man, because, you know, all I, I mean, I saw man on fire with Denzel. And, and I, you know, that tells me enough about the kind of kidnapping that goes on. So just, you yeah. know, cautionary tale. Also, uh, these job numbers, even though it was a great week, uh, this bank failure with Silicon Valley, is 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 definitely something we need to be watching Uh, the tech companies are shook Uh, a lot of folks aren't saying things all of a sudden they've disappeared wells fargo out of the blues having technical errors where people's checks are being held so we need to really view this and determine where it's going in terms of our economy so the feds i know are going to continue to raise interest rates because of inflation but but pay attention close attention Also, headlines on Memphis and Louisville confirming that uh, the police aren't policing themselves well. (laughs) You know, (laughs) really? Oh, really? I could never imagine. (laughs) So, you know, I just don't. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Anyway, uh, I, I, Mayor Garland, God bless you, brother. That's all I got to say. But let me let me say this, man. Uh, Daryl, on a on a a positive note, man. Daryl, Jazz Smith. Tlaib Shabazz, 1992 Midtown uh, created a haven, man, for for fans of hip hop and, and house and and just hard to find music. Uh, the mm-hmm. legendary Earwax Records, man, unfortunately came. Yeah. Well, you know, y'all y'all had a great run. Ended in, in 2008. Yeah. Um, yeah. fifteen and, years. Uh, fifteen years. And and the goal was to provide music that was hard to find, and they did that. Uh, Earwax is credited to be the first retailer to carry an extensive selection of hip hop and rap. Uh, and definitely house as well. And, and Earwax was also a gathering place for the public, DJs, artists, producers, promoters. They hosted media events, live performances, listening sessions. And if you've heard the names, just some of the names um, like DJ Clever, DJ Toomp, uh, Dallas Austin, Jermaine Dupree, Organized Noise Productions. So many more I could go into, uh, you know, you've heard this brother's name, Talib Shabazz. Talib, what's up, man? The one and only,
0: brother. Yes,
2: sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. it's so good to be here with you too, Thomas. You know, um, it's funny. It's like, you know, even when I was getting started with the promotions and stuff like that, you know, talking to you at V, you mm. were always a very, very real, straight shooter type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it was when it came to how your job was. You know, I love the fact that you were not going to necessarily jeopardize your job just for the sake of what an artist or, you know, a promotions person, you know, was coming to you with. But you know you what, know? Talib?
1: A lot of people mm. don't understand the circumstances behind mm. all that. And, and that's another okay. podcast. OK. <laughs> because <laughs> when I took over, the fire was real. You know, oh, that's, yeah. all, like, that's all I got to say. FBI, I mean, oh, there yes. were a lot of things going on that a lot of folks didn't yeah. know about. And, uh, but I appreciate that, man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah appreciate yeah, the sure. kind of words. But brother, it was, the fire was real. It was a lot of fun though, man. I got to meet a lot of people, uh, a lot of, a lot man. of really good people, a lot of crazy people, too. You. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crazy <laughs> <laughs> had to, had to, had to, yeah, had to for sure. call security you know for sure. but uh, okay. but, it, but it was all good man even I, I remember uh there was a group of 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 brothers I forgot the house man they have this thing every monday and i think mm-hmm. al burrows was involved al was involved in it and some other oh, yes, you know other yes, musicians yeah
2: the music business oh my gosh what was it called Oh, man yes the, when they yeah but you man, remember they, they would invite like me. me
1: out uh, I don't know if it was like the first yeah. Monday and and I'd always they go out it. and and it was a pleasure, man, to just talk to them because they didn't have many, you know, outlets. It wasn't like today right. where we had digital. So, you yeah. know, it was always definitely always like just connecting with people and letting them know the process so that they could, mm-hmm. you know, get involved with the process and get stuff going. But, but man, exactly. we, we talked so much, man. And again, because I, I had to stop you, man. I so said, let, let's hold it for the podcast. But mm. I, I asked you, uh, one big question, man, about how do you describe Atlanta's music scene and mm-hmm. and you said yeah. it's like water, and I said, yo, what do you mean <laughs> Let's stop it right there what what do you what did you mean by that okay you said so, you said it's well, like water
2: yeah, yeah it's, it's when when people ask me about Atlanta, you know, I have two different comparisons uh the first one is water because water is formless, hmm. you know. Um, water basically takes the shape of whatever um, whatever vessel it's put in. So if you have you know a water bottle, you know water takes the shape of the bottle. Um, it's kind of like that with Atlanta because Atlanta when it was when New York was the dominant sound, you saw people in Atlanta kind of developing a New York vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, when L.A., you know, started to take hold, eighty seven, eighty eight. you know, people started sounding like Easy and N.W.A. and these types of cats.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, Atlanta's always had, you know, a big Miami influence with Uncle Luke and Uncle Al and, you know, those Jam Pony, those kinds of guys. You know, those cassettes, the Jam Pony cassettes were floating around Atlanta almost as long as the J-Team was. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Um, Atlanta, like I said, was kind of for for a while there. Atlanta, Atlanta's overall sound was formless. Mm-hmm. The one thing that kind of connected Atlanta sound in all these different forms was the fact that it it was dropping. You had to have that bass, you yes. know, that lower. It was all about that low end. So that's how guys like Tila Rock, you know, took hold. Were able to take hold in Atlanta because. Mantronic, uh, Mantronic's production was all about the 808.
0: Yes, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um,
2: so it's it's so in that sense, it is like you know. I kind of compare it to water. The second way it's kind of compared to water is because of the waves that happen in at Atlanta. You know, you'll you'll find that you know the just like you know the tide. You know, there are ebbs and flows in, in the sound and the way that people um respond to music in Atlanta. So, you know, as one style is kind of ebbing away, you know, another style is coming in.
0: Yes. And yeah. it,
2: you know, and that and you kinda have to ride that new wave. So or, or you're gonna get left behind. So and I think that's because, you know, Atlanta is predominantly um it's a heavy, transient town.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, there are, are a lot of people, although There are a lot of people who were born and raised here and still live here and do things here. The fact that, you know, Atlanta has now become this international city after the Olympics and, you know, then, you know, Freaknik did it for the black folks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you look around Atlanta now and you'll see, you know, that the Indonesian Pakistani people have their own community, Mm -hmm. you know, Brazilian people have their own community in Atlanta. So now you see all these little pockets really popping up again. And again, it's kind of like, again, it's an ebb and flow, you know? Um, The second way I compare Atlanta musically is um, it's like a woman who's having a lot of sex. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of people that are interacting. (laughs) There's a lot of people that are interacting with Atlanta musically. Yeah. Um, and, and culturally, Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't, but she's not, you know, she's, she's probably, you know, she's had a great time with it, but you know, it's like a woman that it's, it's, she still hasn't really had that orgasm, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And because I, I still think it's, even though a lot of attention is on Atlanta at this particular time. It's still not enough to, to to really stimulate what Atlanta really has to offer.
1: and so you know what? You know? It's, it's interesting you say that, man, because we were also talking about um, who called themselves from Atlanta, because we were doing, mm-hmm. again, you, you you know you were doing your thing the on the right. independent side, and, right. and we were doing you know the, the big broadcast radio thing on on our on our side, right. and you had people like who had been here like Pebo. Bryson mm-hmm. had been here, right. you know, you had Isaac yeah, Hayes, who had been mighty. here for a while, Gladys. And yeah. and the, the tide was changing to where, when you got here, Keith Sweat had moved right. to Alpharetta, right? right. And then exactly. you had L.A. and Babyface moving here. Correct. Bobby uh, Brown. Bobby Brown, you know. all these cats. So when we would go on, you know, on the radio, man, and, and the jocks mm-hmm. would say, Atlanta zone, man. We could, you know, the hotline Peebo.
0: Right? You know? Yes, I remember hearing people so go off. Man. Peebo went <laughs> off. Like,
1: how dare y'all call? This. Hey, this he is ain't from here, you know. Baby, baby, <laughs> baby from Minneapolis. you know. Right. So, so right. My, my point. You, you're absolutely right, man. There was this, you know. You had so. I mean, and and now Atlanta is is more transient than it is native. You know yeah. the, the transients are pretty much taken over. We still have natives yeah. here, but but yeah, it's it's a transient city. You're absolutely yeah. right.
2: Yeah, and but you know it's it's kind of a layered thing too.
0: Yeah, yeah, because
2: yeah. you know, um, the the folks who are really from Atlanta, yeah, you know, yeah. and their peoples are here. Mm-hmm. They're on a different they're on a different vibration altogether. Yeah. So you could be, you know, you could be from New York. You've been here for three years, and you could say. You know, I don't think I've ever met anybody from Atlanta because to really get to Atlanta, you got to change your vibration. If you're just going to vibrate and I'm not saying one is a higher or lower thing, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like better or not better. But, you know, we look at frequencies, Mm -hmm. you know, there's somebody somebody is going to vibrate at 400 megahertz and then somebody else is going to vibrate at 500 megahertz. Yeah, yeah. but you know, if you're not taking the time to really discover what Atlanta has to offer, then yeah, you can live your life and never really know anybody from here. Yeah. You know, unless so they're starting to travel in those circles. Yeah. You know, when I got here, it wasn't like that. You yeah. did what Atlanta did.
0: Yeah. 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 And
2: if Atlanta was going to the teen clubs, you know, graffiti's and sharing showcase. Brown, <laughs> exactly. That's what you were doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: so, know, we didn't really have these options. We were trying to create these options. Hmm. Just to have a little semblance of home, but you know, and that's and that's kind of like what Earwax was. You know, Earwax wasn't really, it wasn't like we were like, yo, we're going to do a New York style store. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like, yo, this is who we are, this is what we like, we're going to stock what we like, and we're going to learn everything else. And that's the reason why I think that Earwax got a lot of the respect that it did too, because our personal taste weren't necessarily involved in the decisions we were making for the store you know um we were making decisions for the store for the betterment of our customers to get the c- to keep customers coming back so it also taught me about a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have gotten turned on to
0: yeah yeah
1: who were some of the artists man we mentioned I mentioned a few of the Djs mm. um you know if you when you think back uh early on uh into I guess heading toward 2008 who were some of the artists mm-hmm. who you remember the most who impacted oh, wow. what you guys were doing and and, and, um, and vice versa? Because you impacted you yeah. want them. So who, who um, comes to mind? Well,
2: uh, I think it's funny. Uh, David Banner would probably be one of the best examples of what really happens when you've got a record working with DJs before it goes to radio. Hmm. Yeah. Because the Like a Pimp song that he had with um, Little Flip mm-hmm. was strictly a 12-inch. Hmm. There were no CD singles. There were no cassette singles of this thing. He had some CDs pressed up. But that was a vinyl record that we personally, I know personally, i have going through at least 250, 300 copies of that. 12-inch. Wow. You know? Um, uh, Gucci Mane. Is another one that was like that. When Icy came out, hmm. you know, man, I went personally to Fat Cat Records and bought every 12-inch that they had to make sure that when DJs came into Earwax, we had that record in stock because it was just one of those records that all the jocks had to have. And, you know, um, not, ne- not saying that it wasn't, was or wasn't really my cup of tea mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. musically. Yeah. I
2: love the record, actually. Um, But it was, you know, when people thought earwax, they would kind of at first think, oh, this is a New York thing, you know, and then they come in and they realize that, (coughs) excuse me, they come in and they realize that we're pretty much universal. We're not, we're not. We're not that arrogant New Yorker at that point. You <laughs> now, know let, I mean? let, let me tell you, man,
0: before,
1: you know, I grew up, I grew up on the Swat, in the Swats so okay. or, or or close, you know, East Point, right. that area, Green Bar Mall. Okay. So okay. my record store uh, before you guys opened uh, was uh, Peppermint. I don't know if you remember. like right. Yeah, Peppermint exactly. in the yeah, mall. That was at the mall. And then, you know, they moved across the street, but Peppermint mm-hmm. was, you know, the big influence and in, in, in where we got most of our 12 inches, if, you know, 12 right. inch records if you weren't uh, in a, in a pool, man. But, um, DJ wise, man, you know, I remember because, you know, again, I, I was in radio doing the thing here. So we had, Mm -hmm. you know, jelly, we found jelly, uh, jelly was doing his thing. I think at little five points at one point, you know, selling tapes, selling mixtapes. Um, you met the five points flea market, the the five points flea market, you had Mm -hmm. nabs, uh, you know, nabs was out doing his, I mean, nabs was winning what techniques, DJ yeah. of the Year award.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Doing battles and all kinds of stuff. Oh,
1: then you had, you know, probably the older cats who were legends like Dad. I don't know if you remember DJ Daz. Daz Wright, who was, Daz that? Wright. Who was at the Phoenix, Daz, man.
2: Man, Daz and Smash were probably the, the best two-man team we've ever had in the nightclub in Atlanta.
1: Rest in peace, man. You know, Daz was. Daz and
2: Smash on the Ooh. Friday night. Ooh. Come on, man. There Dude. was nothing better. That white boy was crazy. I did that not know. Then, <laughs>
1: so see,
0: I, you let, know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me
1: tell you, man, I went to the, because, you know, I used to go, I was, you know, I was just graduating or, uh, you know, basically they'd have, co- you know, either you were eight, it was 18 and up. So sure. um, on those nights, man, and we go there, we just be waiting for the bus, the bus from Spelman to get there pretty uh-huh. much. <laughs> 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 and, and then all the brothers would leave when they say, Everyone to the bus from right, the bus right, to is, like, is leaving. All the brothers right. be leaving. But my point is, it's like you had Daz. I mean, it, it's crazy how, you know, Daz was probably, um, you know, he was doing Dixie Dance Kings, which was a different pool. But yeah, still, right. the the amount of records he crossed over because of his style. I mean, and, and I don't want to get into it technically, but it was just yeah. crazy. You'd be hearing like this, the haunted house of rock track, and then here comes safety dance, and he'd be mixing, right. you know, man without right. hat. So if I'm, and, and we on the floor packed, you know, or or yes. you know that's that's the first place I really heard uh, ya, uh, Yazoo. Um, okay. a situation, okay. in, yeah, situation in, yes. in the yes. mix, yes.
0: yes.
1: you know. Yeah. So so man, yeah, dad's right and smash. Uh, who, what other cats, I mean, I mentioned Reggie, like Reggie Radge was at VIP, but what, sure. what, what other cats were, were doing, man, and, and, and kind of interacting with you? you know, oh, man.
2: Anybody? Really, you know, I'm telling you, Tom, I said one time, man, we had everybody. Hmm. You know, it's if we had started, if we could have taken Earwax's customer base and started a record pool.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been, oh. there would have been no other record pools because yeah. it was that we were... You know how it goes in a pool, you don't get everything.
0: Yeah. So true. you right. know,
2: there are still certain s- joints that you had to buy.
0: Yeah.
2: And a, you know, even or or had to rebuy mm-hmm. because your copy got scratched. Yeah. Um, so that's I mean, we we had everybody, man. Mm-hmm. What happened was and it's funny because the DJ started really coming to us, you know, the working DJs.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
2: somebody like a DJ Scoby. Yeah. Who was I over knew, at definitely. you know, Mr. V's. Um yep,
1: Scoby was my guy.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, there were shoot, man. I, DJ Herb, DJ. Um. I mean, everybody, man. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I can see faces. Even guys who were from out of town. I. You know, we had a guy named uh, DJ Cruz who would call in every week uh, from um, from uh, Tennessee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. lived
2: in uh, Clarksville, and we would mail him. You know, the latest releases. Um. DJ Stirl, another dude from uh, Tennessee. From Nashville, um, we had cats from Miami who would call in and and you know and start ordering records. Um, all the guys from here, DJ JC, Applejack, you know anybody that was coming through the the RES mm-hmm. uh, thing, Tommy Fix, the guy from yep, yep, V, definitely Mike Tommy Ice, Fix, yep,
1: yep, yep, um, uh,
2: DJ Chip, uh, Big Daddy, you know Cowboy. I mean, it was it, you know all of these guys even if they were, you know, on the radio and getting service would still come through. And that's what kind of made Airwax what it was in terms of the camaraderie, Mm -hmm. Um, because it was not just, it it became like a barbershop, you know, it wasn't just a place to come and get some music. That was the place where you got news and information. Yeah you know, yeah. Yeah. and, and seeing how other DJs were responding to records. And I can't tell you, I mean, you know, like any t- other time, how many times have you gone into a store, a record store, heard somebody asking about something specific, they played it, and now you're buying it as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. You
2: know what I mean? It was, it was that kind of, it was that kind of network. You know what I mean? That's the best way I can really put it. Earwax was a network. And, and you um, know, that's
1: true because, you know, not only did we listen or, or, or kind of eavesdrop on the conversation right, right, right. <laughs> that a guy was having about, hey, I'm looking for this record, blah, blah, blah. We go to the clubs and look over in the booth. That's why a lot of guys started putting white labels on, on some of their exactly, vinyl exactly. that they didn't want to disclose, you know, because right. we'd be looking and listening and then going to the stores running to grab it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like Discovery now is YouTube, or Discovery is TikTok, or Discovery is digital. Exactly.
0: And, and exactly. speaking
1: of digital, man, because, uh, you know, moving forward, I, I know you guys shut down around 2008. Um yes. How how much, um, and, and, you know, I I saw a comment, I was talking to somebody, <laughs> and they said, well, you know, you should be glad vinyl's gone. You know, you don't have to carry your crates anymore, because the crates were mm. killing. Um, But I, I will tell you, man, the feel of vinyl, you know, as a DJ, is still incredible, the sound of it. Versus an yeah. MP3 is still, yes. you know, yes. can't compare when you hear it. Um, mm-hmm. But how did how did you guys compete? Uh, because vinyl starting to make a comeback now. How did you compete right. then with digital when it started really hitting hard?
2: Mm. Well, you know, um, I have to say that the 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 way we kind of uh, were able to ride the line for a long time was thanks to two DJs in particular. Um, uh, One was a guy by the name of DJ random, who was one of our in-house guys. He worked for the store um, and DJ DC from Hmm. tag team. Uh, They were putting out, they were putting out mixtapes that basically played the entire record Mm -hmm. and kind of just blended towards the end. Wow. So we had we were able to have a balance. So if there was something that I couldn't get on vinyl through either direct service from the um, from the manufacturer or white labels, we did have a lot of white labels, and that's how we started competing at first. Mm-hmm. But once once the digital revolution really started coming in, um, what helped us out was the fact that DC and Random were basically breaking all of these new acts and new songs on these mixtapes. Wow. You know, and we were able to still, so we, so the guys who were hybrids like me, you know, um, were able to, and this was like, right, really, this was, this was kind of right at the time where Atlanta was, was going through the snap music phase.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, so
2: your d 4 the whole Bankhead, you know, Shorty Low, Pool Palace, you know, when that wave really started coming into Atlanta, that's when you notice that all of these records weren't quite making it the 12 inch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got you. so a lot of times cats were, were, were on the hybrid, you know, I had a, I had a CD a Vestax, uh CD turntable that I could actually connect to my turntable mm-hmm. and I could manipulate it like vinyl.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. So, you know, a lot of people were doing that, you know, and then once really 2008, we could have stayed open, but um, it was like, are we going to do this? And what if, you know, of course, nobody has a time machine. Yeah. Nobody's got the crystal yeah. ball. Yeah. If yeah. we had known that, you know, really all we would have had to do was wait 10 years and vinyl would have had the great resurgence that it did. You know, we probably could have held on to some more stuff. We probably could have stuck it, you know, stuck it out a little longer. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, at that time for who we were really catering to,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'll tell you, CD turntables didn't really affect our our bottom line
0: mm-hmm. like
2: mm-hmm. Serato did.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah,
2: you know once Serato hit and and Jazzy Jeff endorsed it, Whew. Lord. <laughs> was, and, and, you know,
1: for those who was, aren't DJs, aren't I mean, Serato is a software that
2: right. Serato a DJ software CJ that software. allows you to yeah. you know into into um, it's a file manager, so all mm-hmm. of your files are kept with the computer. And now you can use, you know, turntables or CDs or controllers uh in order to play directly from your computer. Yeah. Uh so yeah, and it's like you said, man, but the sound is just it ain't the same. No. You know?
1: No. MP three MP three versus vinyl. I I ask anybody, man, compare the two. Yeah. And the warmth of the vinyl. The only thing, man, is that damn taking crates to a party. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, but you know that's that, that unless you worked like in a, if you worked up. in a club
1: you were cool You're right but you could leave them but if you had to take them <laughs> god bless you hey man let's do this real quick i um we, we normally do around this time we do tea so you know for our okay. for podcasters i just want to do some some quick entertainment news list and hang with me man i want to get your thoughts on some yeah, of this yeah, stuff. I'm here. so I'm uh here. so let me go ahead and do this
0: now then children it's time for tea
1: it's tea time y'all
0: Sipping the tea with
1: Tanya B. The Tanya B's off this week, but we got to do this, um, you know. And, and Tanya B's traveling. Um, still a lot of blowback, man, from the Chris Rock uh, <laughs> Netflix special. And you know what's up, man? The the grown women are pissed. I don't know. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did I
2: you? did. I did. I actually when watched it. The um,
1: comments he made about dating younger women versus older women. Seems to be that sensitive (laughs) point to where, you know, women and and, and of course, you know, some of the uh, verbal attacks and calling calling Jada out her name. um, But the black women reacted more to him saying what he said about older versus younger. You you got any thoughts on that, man? That's what I, I mean, that's what I'm getting. You know, a uh, hearing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bold
1: well,
0: see,
2: You, uh, you ain't got to
1: come hear. back, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I mean, no, you know, the thing is, is that, um, I think that, you know, in our culture, we are really experiencing an ageism,
0: mm.
2: you know, not just from hip hop, you know, there's always, there's definitely an ageism in hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I think it's really, um, becoming a lot more prevalent in the world as a whole or in our culture as a whole and i think it's unfortunate i understand where people are going with it yeah. you know and it does make more sense to stay within your age range mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes yeah but you know love is you know we can't really help who we love yeah. you know yeah. my thing is like yo man uh, just don't be so close to home
0: <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah.
2: there's a whole there's a whole world out there man you know yeah. you gotta expand your horizons a little bit you know, was, he you was
1: hard like- man it was it yeah, was he- it was uh definitely and, and and you know there's some women damn near to tears on on tiktok and, and instagram you know making their statements so you know, we'll see how yeah. that turns out. I mean, I I I'd mentioned this last week on the podcast. It's not over, um, oh, it's, no. oh, you know. And man. I I, had I
0: hoped that
2: one for a while.
1: Yeah, I'd hoped that they had buried the hatchet, but nah, it ain't over. <laughs> <sitting>. <laughs> There's more to come. I I, I can see the Red oh, table yeah. talk coming soon. So it's <laughs> <is> coming.
2: <laughs> I also, thought that was. Yeah. I thought that comment was crazy though. He's like, yeah. So I, said, you know, um, what
1: do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, man. It's
1: coming soon. Oh, uh, Tyler Perry, yeah. Byron Allen, man. Apparently, in a bidding award for ownership of BET, and um, I don't know, man. I, I, a lot of folks, and, and I'm one of them, man. I, I hope that maybe they could develop some kind of partnership, because, uh, because like BET or not, you know, BET is a curated. It, it's the it's our culture. You know, all that going yeah. back to Donnie Simpson. You know, mm-hmm. uh, video, soul video Soul and race. and yes. all that, man, um, is is part of culture. Uh, you know, black culture. So uh, right. I'm glad to see it go. You know, come from the corporate world into the hands of black ownership again. I just hope, you know, it doesn't turn into a war to where you know the culture gets damaged by these two brothers. Now, think, you know, Ty. I mean, Tyler and Byron are gonna get. Byron's not that kind of cat, nor is Tyler. No. So I, no. but but I, you know, I let- yeah. Go ahead, man.
2: No, I was just saying, man, really, I love Byron Allen. I love the way that he's just kind of quietly been accumulating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I really have to take my hat off to him. You know, the Tyler Perry thing, I'm just like, you know, I just, I would like to see something that's a little more mentally challenging (laughs) than what I've been seeing from Tyler.
1: Definitely not just written, produced, and directed by, (laughs) Yeah. Right.
2: But, you know, but I mean, honestly, either way, it's good for it's good for the culture. Yeah, because look, this is something this is an institution that does need to be out of the hands, the controlling hands that it's in now, Mm. at least from I mean, not totally. You know, Viacom Paramount is always going to be a part of it because it's their thing. Mm. But at the same time. You know, for us to be able to still have an injection of direction, mm-hmm. you know, is a good thing for us.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, Tiger Woods, man, is about to give another white woman a lot of money. I guess apparently he's being sued. Um, but he now this is a trip. I, listening to the story, I don't really follow Tiger. Tiger lost me uh, a while back. I'm happy to see a Cabin-Asian. black golfer. But yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the the Asian thing kind of, you know, sit well yeah, with whatever. me. And, uh, but yeah. he invited the lady, like, you know, hey, come on, let's do this trip. You're going to do a trip, pack your bags, come on. And when she left the house, <laughs> hey, come to this meeting, they took her keys. <laughs> took, her key. took her keys.
0: Took her keys. the airport a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Said,
1: <laughs> Don't go back, <laughs> you, you're done. So it was kind of shady, but, <laughs> oh, she, but she had an NDA and now she wants the NDA dissolved and she wants 30 right. million for for damages. And this is the house that Tiger lives in as well as his kids. So we'll see how it goes. But, you know, Tiger needs to leave the Huddle House and Waffle mm-hmm. House girls alone. Yeah. Man.
2: Please. Yeah. You know, and that's the, the, the real of it. I mean, even, you know, we forget that because people have money that we think that should, they, they they don't That doesn't necessarily mean that they have class.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: From what I, from what I heard in the news story there, this is not the first time Tiger has tried to weasel out of just saying oh. to a chick, Hey, I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Like, yo, beat it. You know what I mean? Like, Come on. You're Tiger Woods.
0: Yeah. Hey, 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 we're we're going on. We're going on a cruise. Come on, baby. Come on. (laughs) Hey,
1: let's come. Come to the come to the conference room on the cruise. We got something to tell you. Oh, we got your key. Right. What
2: kind of. Right. Right. (laughs) That is so weak. I'm just like, yo, bro. Come on, man. Seriously. I'm Tiger Woods. You know, there there needs to be some balls.
1: Yeah. So true. So true. (laughs) And um, man, and I hope this doesn't go down. But the crew, apparently, for SNL, the the tech crew, you deal with a lot of mm-hmm. you know technical. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's part yes. of what you do now. Um, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, apparently, they're talking about going on strike. So we'll we'll keep mm-hmm. an ear out. Uh, that's that's big news. If the Saturday Night Live crew decides they go on, they want to go on strike. So we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on wow. on that. Uh, and apparently, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, this is just announced that she's going. She's going to actually perform at the Oscars as we tape this Oscar Sunday. So it's going to be her and Rihanna. Not together, but they'll be doing separate songs at one point. She said she was not going to do it. So okay. we'll see how it goes. And in yeah. Rochester, man, uh, there's a third victim now who's died from the Glorilla uh, concert, Stampede. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, 35-year-old. Man,
0: stampede. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Aisha Stevens. And uh, again, uh, this was apparently it happened at the end of the concert. Folks were exiting uh, their rumors right. about gunfire and so on and so forth. So, you know, I just it's a bad situation, man. You know, and, and we've been in as DJs. We, we've all been they just that close, you know, where, you know, somebody, you know, I remember somebody getting stabbed and splattering on, on my slip pads. And um, or, you know, I talked about the thing at Emory where shit I had damaged equipment. Um, you know, right. you got to really shut it down and slow it down. Sometimes you got to do that, um, you know, so, yes. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, man. But one of the things I want to ask you, um, music today versus, you know, you talk about 86 when you came here past, mm-hmm. um, you know, probably the time that we were doing our thing. Um, you know, it's full-fledged DJs, and now,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, right. and, and I, I don't want to sound like my parents when I talk about a lot of the stuff that's going on, you know, because I want to be open-minded. Hell, because I grew up on Prince, you know, I, grew, right. you know, and, and somebody <laughs> mentioned, I don't know if you meant Tipper Gore putting labels on Prince albums, or, yes. or just, you know, that's what started the whole labeling, you know, on albums yeah. was Prince, yeah. so. um yeah. You think you think music right now is in control, man? Do you think uh, I sent you the article? Um, uh, mm-hmm. Jada Kiss had mentioned that the label should re- be responsible for lyrics for a lot of the uh, violent lyrics, man. What, what are your thoughts?
2: You know, um, as much as I
1: would love we to say,
2: that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, man. Somebody's got to be somebody. Somebody has to be a grown up out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody can't just say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm hands off this thing. And, you know, hey, man, it's just uh, that's what they did. And, you know, that's the way I, I want it. No. You, if you got, if you're half of your roster is getting arrested, especially getting arrested at the, around the time that royalty payments are due, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: You know what's what's really going on here. You know, is it is it really? So I agree with Jada Kiss. I think that when you got okay, so I used to say no. Honestly, I would I used to say that you know. People should have the right to put out whatever they want to put out, you know, no matter how crazy or insane it might be or how off the beaten path it is. And it's up to us to take care of our home and to let people know what is this, you know, how are we going to distinguish between these? Mm -hmm. You know, I've done the same thing with my boys, you know. It's like, yeah, I hear them saying something stupid. Someone says, "So, so is sexing." I'm like, okay, let's uh, stop. The word is not sexing;
0: hmm. it's
2: having sex. And trust me, you know, two eight year olds are not sexing in the closet at school. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. they might be humping. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but again, it's 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 the deprogramming that parents have to do so that the child is a little bit more discerning. We know and understand that now there is very little balance in the music in terms of conscious thought versus you know lower nature. Um and there are people not just it's not just the artists who are perpetuating this, it is the record labels that are perpetuating it because that's what they're signing, yeah, under the guise of hey, man, this is what's popular. I'm, if you want me, I, I want to make money. I'm investing my money, I'm, so I'm going to invest my money in what's popular.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I get that. But at the same time, look, okay, well, if your artist, you want to sign the popular artist, the popular artist gets in trouble for what they're doing, then yeah, there needs to be some kind of responsibility on the side of the label. I think what's going on now is there. there is very little corporate uh, checks and balances.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I agree.
2: very little, uh, we don't really, we as a general public don't necessarily have the checks and balances that we need on these corporations. And these corporations are basically doing whatever they want to do because at the end of the day, they have a, they have a uh, responsibility to shareholders to return a profit. Yeah. So, But at the same time, you know, I'm not saying that we need regulations, but yeah, there has to be some kind of without without really infringing on the capitalist side of this. Mm -hmm. There Mm -hmm. has to be a way that we can still be uh, exercise a little more heart, Mm -hmm. you know, a little more thought.
0: Yeah,
1: a little bit more compassion, man. You know, if anything, exactly. before,
2: because exactly. when
1: we look at like right now, as, as we tape the show, the YSL case mm. is going on, uh, young thug, right. how, how do you think the you young know? thug case is going to impact Atlanta? If, if, if thug goes down, how do you think it's going to impact the music scene?
2: Well, you know, here's the thing. Fonnie Willis is ba- uh, the attorney, mm-hmm. you know, the attorney general of Atlanta has basically declared wars on gangs. Um, I, I, I find it kind of crazy that the first gang she goes after is a gang that was started around music affiliation.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, when we've had Crips and Bloods in Atlanta for, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's been going on for a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: You're not going after the Crips and the Bloods. You're not going after Gangsta Disciples. You're not going after these name brand gangs. You're going after YSL, a couple of rappers who, you know, have now, you know, gotten a little too big for their britches, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. you
2: know, and they're thinking that they have certain liberties that they don't necessarily have.
0: Yeah. 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 You
2: know, uh, I understand why, because if you start to take care of, you know, these little guys, these upstarts, you know, you might have a a better chance to attack some of the more established, Mm -hmm. but you know, at the same time, You know, these guys are doing it to themselves, man. You know, like, you can't pass a Percocet pill in open court (laughs) and think that that's not going to affect how people are looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So true. true. (laughs) Like, like, what are we talking about? Like, Like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Somebody's mom, somebody's
2: mother is bringing contraband. Yeah. Come on, like come on, man. There, you know, there's got to be. I think so. So to answer your question specifically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think if this case goes bad for you know, um the thug. thug and, and YSL, yeah, yeah, then then yeah, it's going to it's going to start a sweep type of effect around all of these little. You know, the upstarts are going to get out of the way first, and then they'll probably really try and go after the more established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Either way, it's not going to be good for the scene because these guys, it's like, okay, I don't know if you remember uh, the Fred Tokars case. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I remember how it shut the clubs down for a long time.
0: Exactly.
1: Because you had the guy James Mason. Who, uh, who was right. involved in it? He owned all the clubs. So yeah. when Mason exactly.
2: went down, the so, clubs went
0: down. Yeah.
2: And and it took, I mean, you know, they it didn't necessarily affect the outskirts. Mm-hmm. You know, Bigelow's was still yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. he wasn't messing with Bigelows on on, on Gresham oh, Road, yeah. but in terms of the downtown scene,
1: Oh, it was a know, ghost town, dude.
2: It was literally. Buckhead, that's how things kind of started trickling back into Buckhead a little bit. And then they were like, no, we're not doing that over here. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, it's going to be it's going to. I don't I couldn't say how mm-hmm. it's going to affect the 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 Atlanta scene. What I can definitely say mm-hmm. is it's not going to be good. There's going to be it's going to be, you know, whatever happens it's going to be a little more time to recover this time around.
1: Well, let, let me ask you, know man. Just from a sound standpoint, um, you know, the Atlanta sound has been around for a minute. When you look at future, um, I don't want to, you know, I think trap gets overused because music's kind of, I I guess, evolving out of that. Um, But do you think it's time for a new, uh, not a a new sound? I mean, do you see? Okay, we talked Mm. about past kind of going into the present. What's the future?
2: You know, I think I would love to say that um, I don't necessarily. Okay, let, let me back this up just a second. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this, the overall sound of the music right now is a problem. Okay, even though uh, it does not really lend to man woman dancing on the floor.
1: Right, it is not a danceable you know, sound.
0: <laughs> it's not a dance because
1: house music um, is still underground.
0: Yes. You right,
1: know, exactly. As is anything so, over a hundred beats. <laughs> I'm just joking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anything over 105
0: beats
2: <laughs> is not existent right now. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, in the in the in the popular black music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I would love to see. Uh, I don't necessarily know how it's going to happen, but at some point, somebody is going to be like. Hey man, you know what? I'm really tired of uh this overall theme. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I what we would see first is kind of like a um um a dead Prez, bigger than hip hop kind of kind of song. Okay. Sound. Okay. The, the sound is still kind of bouncy and in that groove, but you know, there there's being more added to the 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 level of thought. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. goes into this yeah 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 um and um i mean that's what i would love to see happening
1: well let, let me know, say this I, i'm gonna say this cuz you, you you've done you've done promotions before and i yeah. and i can i can i can say this to you what 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 mm-hmm. noted, what what i've found um kind of uh obvious to me is mm-hmm. a lot of the pop stations you remember at one point you had the juicy j you had you know that whole sound was dominant mm-hmm. on pop. Yeah. Now you yes. can't even find. You know when when what's his name went crazy and, and um, little baby. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. Baby, baby oh, the, did, baby, the baby when the baby did when the baby did what he did and got his music yeah. pulled. You mm-hmm. may have still Drake. I think Drake is still popular yes. on pop top yep. forty. Right. But after that, a lot of the rappers who are kind of the <laughs> baby like you don't see mm-hmm. them getting wide success outside of hip hop radio. And that's always right. a sign to me that the overall culture might be moving away. And then you start to see stuff like, what's his name? The white dude, uh, with the, uh, well you had, uh, Post Malone. What's, who's the new Post Malone? Right.
2: Uh, um, G, uh, um,
1: Harlow, uh, um,
2: yeah, Jack, Harlow. Jack Harlow.
1: Jack Harlow. When you start to yeah. see Jack Harlow's and, and, uh, BTS's, Started getting more Grammys, and and really, you stop seeing—you don't see the hip hop artists on the Grammys anymore. That says to me that there's a people are people are looking at some of the maybe the shenanigans that are happening and saying, "Look, hey, I'm pulling away." So you know, uh, I hear what you're saying, and you know
2: what's funny too. What's that? uh, Even to piggyback on that, if you look at the way, like, if you go to a party right now. Mm The music, when when DJs start to switch the music now to, into faster tempos, you know, away from the, you know, the GZTI, you know, little Baby, little Dirk type of overall bounce, they're going to Afrobeat.
1: Yeah, Afrobeats is big.
2: Afrobeat yeah. is now taking over that 92 oh, beats per minute to oh, maybe yeah. 105. Oh, wow. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, obviously... And people love Afrobeat right now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So well, I'm like, and so if it's popular enough for you know for Americans to listen to it, a sound that's coming from you know eight thousand miles away, mm-hmm. then what makes us? What makes people think that that same sound tempo wise would not work right now for American artists?
0: Yeah. So true. you know
2: why are we? Why do we? Why are we pigeonholing ourselves? Yeah. And I, that's the thing. I, I think that you know, the, as 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 the TikTok revolution starts to happen a little bit more, and then gaining even more traction into what the masses are listening to, or you know how music is being introduced, mm-hmm. I, I I still think that the uh, I think that one of the things for the future is for the genres really to come ripping down. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be so much of a this is a rap thing. This is a so and so thing. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot more melding of styles and of genres. Yeah, that's
1: know? a that's a good point. Good point. Yeah, y'all, we are we are talking to um, the legendary earwax. I don't know, you were DJ owner, Talib <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, You yeah, know, and. and toilet. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you, man. And 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 again, uh, it was open from from ninety two. And and actually, what what are we looking at uh, in terms well, of? Well, actually, ninety three. Yeah, ninety three.
2: Okay. Yeah, we opened Jack the Rapper Week in ninety
1: three. Yeah, so we're and, looking at what uh, it's uh, what, thirty years. Uh, from yeah, th- 30, yeah. this is the thirtieth exactly. anniversary. 30,
2: 30, yep, thirtieth anniversary this year.
1: Yeah, and the fifteenth anniversary of of the two thousand eight. So you you know you got you right. got you know well one celebration. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's still a celebration you know exactly. you decide. Yeah. but hey yeah. uh, man Charlie man thank you so much bro um, you know and, and yeah, how, I, I mean how do, you, how do people man. how do people connect uh, do you care do you even want them to connect with you you kind of like
2: oh yeah 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 because uh, I'm still down you know I got a couple things that are going on right now um, I'm actually doing the podcast today from the um, from recording studio Unit C8 yeah. we're down here in College Park and um, it's the home of the Vintage Tunes, uh, my man DJ Wiz, uh, doing a lot of remix <laughs> projects as well. Nice. Um, so we've got that coming. Uh, we got bigger things happening with that this year. Um, in terms of getting in touch with me, um, um, uh, on Twitter, it's El Shabaz. you know, like Spanish, The Shabazz, E-L. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my last name uh, on Instagram, it's El Shabazz7. And on Facebook, Talib Shabazz, DJ Talib Shabazz. Yeah, um, and you know they can find me everywhere.
0: Good stuff,
1: man. I got to make sure, make sure I have that on the uh, notes. Uh, if you, if you're listening, okay. and listening live, uh, I'll have that on the podcast notes as well. And uh, just a couple of things before we go, I, I, I just got to do these mm-hmm. leftovers before. Don't don't go anywhere, but but um, no, I'm good, man. Our collective hearts, man, go out to the family of the Clark AU student, uh, Jatan Sterling, who was murdered in the parking lot over at the mm-hmm. CAU. Uh, Catholic Center on February 28th, man. They had the um, the walk, prayer walk this week for him, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yeah. and, and another prayer walk that occurred. Actually, the students were off, you know, for just Mitchell yes, Healer yeah, yeah. over at Clark AU, and the prayer walk was happening in Douglasville. Man, this is crazy uh, for the two teens who were killed at the Sweet 16 party um, oh a week ago, uh, Samuel Moon and uh, uh, John A. Hill, uh, just to those families, man. Yeah. Uh, You hate to hear that kind of thing going on, you know, with young people. Uh, On a positive note, man, I just want to say thanks to, uh, you know, Black women, especially Women's History Month, doing it big in Mm -hmm. East Point, my hometown. Um, You know, shout out to councilwoman, council member, Ward B, at large, Karen Renee, for inviting me Mm -hmm. to their big cleanup, Ward B cleanup. I was, you know, out there. I wasn't cleaning up, really. Uh, no Though, <laughs> Tali, I was just taking pictures, get some
0: time I did pick you know? up a put couple
1: of bottles, that's my hometown. So, you know, I was picking up, you know, man, they be doing, I'm telling you, man, they doing these little short, you know, what do you call them? The shorty bottles. Good lord, yeah, the shot bottles, yeah, the yeah. shot bites. Cut it out, y'all. But, uh, shout out to <laughs> Councilwoman, Councilmember Renee, uh, and Ward B Council, uh, member, uh, Dr. Josette Bailey, uh, held in uh, the cleanup and. Tanya Miller, who is the state representative District 62, was there. Uh, Shout out again. Shout out to these towns, these areas of East Point, East Washington, uh, East Washington, River Park, uh, Jefferson Park, Colonial Hills, villages of East Point. All those who came out, man. And and just 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 a great event, man. Definitely, man. You know, because you're over at College Park, man.
2: Yeah. That's right. Frog. My mom used to live right there in Frog Hollow, so you know, yeah. Yes, dog. I'm a swap That's what I'm
1: saying, man. I, I, I was. That was my stomping <laughs> ground. Any final thoughts, man? Before before we get up out of here, Tully. Um.
2: No, man. Um. I like I said. Really, I just want to thank you for you know having uh, having me on the show today. It's been a pleasure i I miss doing stuff like this so i'm gonna have to I might just have to take a a, a page from your playbook thomas
1: come on over
2: man do <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't don't do like Tyler don't do like Tyler parrot right. just just come on just come jump on man. No, I'm just kidding. Man. Indeed, Do your thing. Indeed, I, I mean, hey, yeah, you know, man. I got to support my brother, man. And and again, indeed. um, you know, we I, I I call that era, man. That was like the golden era, dog. I mean,
2: it was the golden era. That it
1: was. There, it was. people who but that's, lived it. That's
2: the thing too, man. You know, but that's the the one thing I really want to say is that I'm pretty confident in the fact that it's time for a new renaissance, and we're we're right about there now because you know. As the squeeze comes on, you know, things start to really develop and flourish, you know, and our people are creative people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we use times like this to sharpen the, hopefully, I'm hoping that folks use times like this to sharpen the steel.
1: Good stuff. You know. Good stuff, man. Let me give you applause for that, bro. <laughs> Shout out to your, your folks in the studio, too, man. I hear them back there. They've been yeah, talking, like, yeah, hey, trying to jump in. What up, DJ Wiz? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, look, yeah
0: gonna, There you go. There, what up, Wiz? What it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you Actually, y'all. we
2: got a couple of things coming, too, man. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody remembers the name Fresh Fest. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. Just that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Do your homework, though. It's back.
1: <laughs> hey, man, right, keep, exactly. keep us posted, man. Uh, again, yeah, man, you sure. know, give it, give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz, man. Legendary yes. earwax records promotions, DJ extraordinaire, man. Thank you so much. Um, and and oh, again, you bro. can find us, man. Uh, all all of our contact uh, when we, we we tape every Sunday at 6 p.m. All of our contact information mm-hmm. is on our social media, and I'll make sure I have that on the podcast notes. Everything is at this is the G podcast, uh, so you can look us up uh, up on TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, on Twitter. We're at this is the G pod, but again, I'll have the, all that in the. Um, podcast notes. Man, appreciate you again, bro. Shout out to College Thank Park, you. man, because, you know, I'm in the country yeah. now. I'm out in God the country. Be road, baby. What's yeah. happening, God
0: be wrong? Let, let me tell you, God be wrong.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got some stories by God be wrong, but I'll leave it at that. But ain't go ain't go
0: ahead. <laughs> but,
1: but, but let me say this, man, because uh, right. I'm in the country. Uh, you know, I'm out here, you know, the bridge, um, uh, Henco, Henry, okay. you know, Henco, you know. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. But but bottom line is, I, I you know, COVID-wise, you know, you kind of stayed put for a long time. So going back right. into the city, man, after, you know, you're out here with cows and horses, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a different flavor. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you go in Enjoy. and you come back. But, uh, you know, that's where right. the sounds are made, man. You know, College Park yeah. is still, it's good to see College Park still thriving. East Point, yeah um, you know, all those folks who are doing it in Atlanta, do it safe. I'm glad you're doing it in it because because you know the the studio business was under attack for a min, minute yeah. by knuckleheads who don't know how to behave in a studio so I'm glad you guys are doing yeah. your thing and doing it the right way so keep it up for sure. Tlaib. Appreciate
0: it, man no
1: nah, nah, no problem bro no problem oh, yeah, come back man oh, yeah.
0: When, yeah, man. Anytime,
1: man. Anytime. When, when y'all get the stuff ready, man, uh, come on back. We'll be well, here. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Or anytime. Yeah, got, anytime. Stuff for you. Yeah. Anytime, man. You know, just just come on okay. back again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Talisha. Yo, and, uh,
0: shouts to,
2: yeah. shouts out to uh, uh, Regia Shabazz as well. Yes. For Referred to as
1: GG for reaching yeah. out, definitely, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 finding you because you know I get you know what I get. <laughs> See, you know what I get, Talib. Well, you know I have a third party yeah. um, agreement. Right, somewhere. right, right. I cannot come on unless uh, I receive. Nah, I'm like, get out of here. Nigga. Right, I knew you yeah, were in. Exactly. But anyway, nah, Talib, man, take take care of yourself, you. bro. Uh, see you Thank again soon. Comes. And and with All that, right. y'all, uh, episode one sixty seven is in the can, and we are out of here, y'all. Peace power to the people
0: have a great week you've been listening to the g podcast with your host tommy b the g podcast is a production of the castropolis podcast network thanks
2: for listening